Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, we're coming to the last episode of our series on good leaders in bad times. We're going to talk about creating a culture that gets results. That's right. For the last couple of weeks, we've been kind of looking at some areas that as leaders, we can look at to become better leaders. And one of the things we've talked about is a lot of us are trapped in our cultural perspectives of power and leadership and accountability. And those things have really limit our ways that we can do things differently at work. Yeah. It's just like a, any culture, any ethnic culture that are different and you don't really see your own culture. You're not aware of your own culture, but if you travel to a different country and see how people do relationship or prepare meals or celebrate holidays, it's very different and you know, exotic and you know, wonderful and horrible, you know, what, however you're reacting to it, you can see all the ways they, that they experience life differently. It's exactly the same in how different um, companies do work. You don't see your own. You think you're, everybody's working hard and you got your patterns and your procedures and your policies in place. And when things go wrong, you know, you try and hunker down and make the problems go away and work harder with less. And what we want to do is take a step back and say, you know, no, we have our own culture. We have our own way that we go about work or that we give instructions or that we do approval or that we, you know, how we embody working hard. We need to look at those things. One of them is, you know, what does working hard look like? Just to take that last one as an example. Some places, working hard looks like sitting at your desk and your computer and doing nothing else. So anytime you're not doing that, you're either not working, you're taking a break, or somebody comes by and says, you're not doing anything right now, are you? Betrays the assumption, because busyness in some workplace cultures is the what working hard looks like and how it gets measured. You know, supervisors start making sure everyone's busy all the time. And you get some of these funny cartoonists out there, you know, who come up with things. You know, if ever you need to go somewhere else in the office, be sure you have a piece of paper in your hand. So just visually, it looks like you're taking something to someone, even though you're just trying to get some space and clear your head. Always oh. anybody walks uh, by you and just pretend you're on the phone with the client. <laughs> and it gets crazy after a while because we have to start pretending like we're busy instead of opening up our definition of how to use your time effectively so that you can, in some cases, not you know, be, be having busyness be what you need to do. And in many roles, that's crucial. You need to take a step back. So what kind of working culture are we striving to create? I mean, I think it has to be individual to the kinds of people that you work with and who you are. It has to be what I mean by not individual, but authentic. It means it has to fit your personalities. Exactly. Well, let's take what we want to call things that everybody wants and then what you're referring to as what needs to be unique to the specific group of people and specific business people are involved in. Universally, I think what everybody wants or should want, here I'll put my little spin on what I think everyone should want. And that's the sort of space that encourages everyone to show up 110% and want to be there. Whatever it looks like, it can look like anything in the world. Everybody wants to be there. Everybody comes up, shows up 110%, throws all of who they are into it, and they like to brag about it. They tell people about what they do. Now, of course, depending on your business, there are the specifics that need to characterize what you're trying to accomplish. So in certain 
industries, maybe like advertising and you'd want a real creative culture. You'd want to be make it safe and rewarding to come up with new ideas, to be different. You would never want to punish that. So you'd be looking for those things that empowered creativity. In a technical field, if you're in a technical field, you want a culture that rewards and and ensures that there's accuracy. Things are correct. It has to work. You know, if you're going to implant it in someone's chest, it's got to, you got to know it's going to work. So you you have a culture that's super accurate, super refined, and have make sure no mistakes could be, happen. You have a time-based thing where things you're working for a client or something. You know, you'd have to have a culture that was very schedule-oriented, construction, for example, and be able to coordinate a lot of things. And you know, time is important. So these are all unique to the industry that you're in and the things that you're trying to accomplish. So we don't have what's best for everyone. And our passion at Bold Enterprises is empowering teams to design their own culture that will work for them. This place where they come alive and can collaborate um, or work independently, work the way they need to to get their specific things. It doesn't happen overnight, particularly if someone's new or you're trying something new, some people are more resistant to it. It does take time and tweaking. That's true. We're not trying trying to write a manual. We're not trying to design how we're going to do everything, but we're trying to design. We're trying to create over time a a place, a certain kind of space that we all come to every day and be about what we're going to be about in order what? Have a nice place to work? No. To have a positive environment? No. To get results? I mean, we're in business to succeed as a business. And what we're saying is it's the positive, constructive, creative places that do good business. And it's the fearful, you know, blaming organizations that end up falling apart. And so take that for what you may. But what we want to do is say, are you being intentional about what your workplace culture is? I assume that the place to start is to figure out what kind of culture you have already. So how do you begin? How do you, what questions are you asking that say, well, here are the ways that we succeed as a culture and here are the ways that we would like to change. You you can look at anything. I don't even want to recommend a particular approach because one, you already know what doesn't work. So for example, in workaholic cultures, you know, everybody's already stressed out. So those are your clues that we're stressed out, that we have to be here all of the time. There's never enough time. These are your clues to start looking at. Why is there never enough time? What will time do for me? And why so much all of the time? You know, what's, what's underlying that? Is there anything or can there be an alternative to just pushing, 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 pushing? So that's the pushing, pushing. I worked in a place where the first thing I observed was this uh, culture of panic. And anytime anything didn't go according to um, intent, everyone panicked. And there was this rush to the common area to start saying, what happened? What went on? And kind of almost freaking out. No one could think clearly because every problem was a disaster. So it's like, well, what's so what's at risk here? You know, why such a reaction? Coming from the outside, you know, you just stand there going, it's like, what is everyone so upset about? And then when no one could answer that question, it's like, oh, why are we so upset? Is there another way to look at this? You can come up with alternatives. Again, your focus is on results, so you start looking there for clues. What outcomes do you want? If you want outcomes that require people to take chances 
and take the initiative, then you got to create a space where it's safe to take the initiative. If people won't take the initiative, that's your clue. What's, what do we do here with the disincentive to initiative? So one might be, as you know, we, if you have a culture of busyness, you don't, of course, you're not aware that it's a culture of busyness, but no one will take the initiative because everyone has to pretend to be working all the time. Because the creative types can't just work all the time. You know, creative types have to you know, go out on walks and go other places and do other processes. And you know, they have break, insight breakthroughs. So you start using what's not getting you results as clues to explore alternatives that will create the kind of space where you can try something else. And that it's in that process of experimentation I guess that's the process we're recommending, that you learn that this is helpful and this was not. And you don't continue with a thing that doesn't work and you do what it does. And then you experiment with something else until you get to this place where it's both safe and rewarding for everyone to show up the way that you want to. Well, and it, it seems that uh, when we talk about the, just the, the time, the energy that it takes to do things, our reward is that as leaders, we will have people that are happy to be at work, doing their work, and that will we'll actually become more successful. Exactly. I mean, imagine if you were able to turn around the mood so that when you came with an urgent need, it wasn't initially resisted or resented for adding something on to someone's schedule, but they actually jumped in and helped solving it. Or if someone on this team got behind, this team came together and helped them. And it's a sort of space where that um, can come alive. And that isn't something you can map out for people. It's something that you have to be in conversation with each other, trying, trying different things. You know, what makes you tick? And that's the conversation that is our passion at Bold Enterprises. It needs to be going on in every team in the country. Of, you know, what makes you come alive? What makes... How can we organize things so that it works smoothly and gets toward results that will make us successful in what we do so that everyone's participating, showing up fully, and nothing in how you go about things is standing in the way? Well, we certainly hope that we've been able to give you some new perspectives on good leaders, particularly when things are difficult, when things financially are difficult. It takes creativity to create different spaces for for success. And so we hope you'll take those things in mind and we're always here to help. We're at boldenterprises.com. Until next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 